1: This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all the people who are listening. You know, sometimes I like to do a random mental check. Make sure everyone is good. Make sure everyone is okay. But also remember that it is okay to not be okay. You are human. You have feelings. So you can express your feelings, all right? If you have one of the moments when you're upset, angry, pissed off, stress. release it. But just remember to not allow that moment to last longer than it should. Okay. Life is too short to be unhappy. Life is too short to be stressed out. Life is too short to even want that negativity. You know what I mean? So let's just have a moment and then let it go. For everyone who is new to the Quest show, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. Download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your App Store. And remember to hit up my mailing list on my website, godloveememail.com, because I'm always giving out something special to my fans because I love you guys so freaking much. I do, I do, I do. And I have a lot of surprises for everyone, so stay tuned. And speaking of surprises, today's show is going to be absolutely incredible. I have a lot of phenomenal women coming on, and I'm just super Excited, and I want you guys to vibe with them. So, if you have any questions, you know, if you're watching it from the live stream, make sure you type it in the um comment section and let's just have some fun with these ladies. But I want to start with the number one lady, the OSP, and then she's gonna tell you guys all the fun we're gonna be having on today's show.
2: Thank you so much. Hey, hello everyone. I am
1: B-O-S-P, that is visionary, the
2: out-of-sight poet. So thank you again for um, just having me and my blind sisters on your platform. October is Meet the Blind Month. So I just want to just share with everyone that we in the blind community is living our best life without sight. Okay. Um, it's not something that we need you to come and lay hands on us and, um, <laughs> and you know, and, and, feel sorry for us. I tell people all the time, it took for me to lose sight to gain vision. And once I gained vision, God allowed me to see better. So, um, it, it just gave me that vision. So I, I, I am visionary and I look forward to just being on this platform. We're open for it. We're an open book. That's why I brought different shades of blindness. So if anyone have any questions, I want you to bring it on. And I have a whole crew of Blind Girl Magic with me tonight or day, depends on wherever you are. We're going to have a good time and share our stories as well.
1: Absolutely. So let's start with you first, because I want to cater to you. Okay. Let's talk about your story and your journey, and then we're going to bring the women in one by one, OK? OK. OK. okay. Well, at 25,
2: I'm going to start with this. I believe in the three C's of life. That's challenges, choices, and consequences. At the age of 25, I began my blind journey. Um, Aggressive glaucoma and also carnicosis. I've had over 22 eye procedures. I really don't have any sight in my left eye, but I got a strong right eye. And about three years ago, I was able to receive a special contact lens from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. where I see 20/40 out my right eye. Won't mm-hmm. do it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I- renew my license, purchase a car. Um, but I tell anybody, I feel like it's a contact. So I have the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, I don't need sight to live my best life. I know that. I received my bachelor's, my master's as a blind woman. So I just thank God for the ability now to see better and to um, just have that vision now. So. Um, I love spoken word. I tell anybody I write my way when I'm having good times, but oh, trust me, I write when I'm having hard times. (laughs) And that's how I overcome. I heard you giving out the mental health check. Writing is good for you, I tell me. And reciting is even better for me because God says it's healing in your words, not just for you, but for others as well. So um, I have, I'm the founder of the company Blind Girl Magic. And what we do is we highlight our brilliance, our independence, um, our confidence, and we go back. We go back because I remember that Janetta at 25, I had no confidence. Um, Like I go back to the three C's, my challenge was blindness. I made a choice to sit on the couch and the consequences that I was bitter and I was angry and I was non-productive. Today, you know, my challenge is still blindness, but I made a choice to get up off the couch and I and the consequences are positive positive. and I want other blind women blind young girls to know and especially blind young girls of color that you can continue to live a productive life blindness does not define you and that is a lot of the misconceptions that I had entering a blind community so now I go back and i love all my blind sisters and let them know that i'm here for whatever support that you need and you're not alone and that's the big point about it and i want to share with you guys some of the blind girl magic Hello. again if you have any questions and I, I would like to introduce you guys to that magic so here we go blind girl magic is the type of magic that struts in the room with her white cane extended Her hips shift like the motion of the eyes of the sighted. Who would have guessed that this blind girl possessed magic? Abracadabra. Now you are convinced that I have some magical superpowers with a supernatural S on my chest. Well, that will be yes for success as I leap over obstacles in life. Dodge negativity, slam misconceptions of society, slap our kids in the face when I did that, is a fact that blind girl magic goes back to Helen Keller. Way back to Harriet Tubman. Born into slavery, escaped the freedom, but she did not stop. She went back and back and back to lead others to freedom. Blind girl magic is built off the shoulders of phenomenal women. Blind girl magic is an independent movement that is leading our blind sisters to freedom of depression, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, anger, bitterness, rejection. Abracadabra, you are set free. Blind girl magic lives within me.
1: Wow. That was beautiful, beautiful. And I love how you connected it to back to slavery and stuff and going through things. So what was going through your mind when you were in the creative process for that particular piece?
2: Well, it started about when I started my journey with Blind Girl Magic. And I actually went to a Black Girls Rock event in Houston, (laughs) Texas. And I created these shirts and I, some of my blind sisters flew in from Florida. And I was like, and my family and friends had the shirts. And one of the sisters at the Black Girls Rock, she said, hey, I really like your shirt. Mm, you selling shirts? I was like, no, ma'am. I just created this. I thought it was cute, you know? She was like, oh, and I like your shades, too. She said, you selling them shades? I was like, uh, no, ma'am. She said, so you had a Black Girls Rock networking event, and you don't have no product. She was like, little sister, you gonna have to do better. So. I took her words of encouragement and we had a national blind convention in Las Vegas and I ordered 100 shirts and I sold out and the staff, everybody was buying shirts. And I always tell people, you don't have to be blind to rock blind girl magic gear. But that said, I went to a women conference and uh, a blind woman conference in Washington, D.C and they wanted me to sell my shirts as well. And I was like, I need an intro piece because people is asking for blind girl magic, but I need them to know and feel what they're wearing. You know, So when I got up and I did, and I just started writing, and I was writing out a place of just, I wanted people to have an understand when I say, Blind girl magic, what I'm talking about. I need you to feel this movement. And so mm-hmm. I just wrote writing, and that's how God gave it to me. And I was like, I just wanted an intro piece to kind of like tease them and get them ready for the magic. And so that's how I ended up. <laughs> up writing their piece. And I, like I said, and I just wanted to acknowledge, you know, uh, I am a Black blind woman. Okay. And so I I've always, you know, um just tie everything back in because that is who I am and I want to represent anywhere I go.
1: Absolutely. And one thing I love about you is your vibe, your energy and you just own who you are, you know. And a lot of people to this day don't know how to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, you're just giving me life right now.
2: Oh, I, feel like I love know. your energy too. T Quest, I love your energy. And I love you from day one that you was open because sometimes, and like I say, this is meet the blind month. We're mm-hmm. hosting a virtual event. On Thursday from three to five p.m. and it'll like I'll share with you the information. You can share with your audience as well. And it's called a blind date with the community. Oh, and uh, I tell people, let me tell you something. Everybody on the program is blind or specializing in working with the blind or family and friends of the blind.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. However, when we have flyers,
2: some of my members will tell you people call me go. How many um? How many dates I get to have? I'm like, baby, you missed the sunset. Blind, baby. You know, so but the blind date is fun. It's open to everybody. It's a community event. One year, the basketball team at the school, I was teaching that the basketball varsity team served the guests. It's mm-hmm. better to know than not to know. Absolutely. Blindness does not discriminate. It's me today. It could be you the next second. Okay mm-hmm. so everyone on this platform that I invited they have different stories and so like when I entered the blind community I had no knowledge of blindness mm-hmm. I was I was the only blind one in my family so I had to, you know, um, I went through a time I remember when I didn't know I possessed that magic because it was a lot of the misconceptions that was going through my head like my life was over. And then, you know, I I end up losing my fiance and I lost my job, but mm-hmm. but losing my fiance, I found out that was a game because he was not my husband. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I always tell him, I was like, Thank you. Mm-hmm. God, I watched that bullet. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Sometimes things are an underlying blessing. <laughs> yes.
2: However, yes. really when I started getting my confidence back, and I thought like you know nobody want me. Um, that's the that's what I would feed myself. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have a I walk with my cane, and when I tell you when God gave it back to me, oh honey, I, like I tell you, I walk in the room with my white cane extended, mm-hmm. and you couldn't tell me nothing. And I and I used to tell. The guys, when I go out, honey, I don't date sighted men. I date blind men, you know, and so they go, so you discriminate. <laughs>
1: That's a joke, though, right?
2: <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
1: That's kind of funny, though. That's kind of funny. Yeah,
2: I do, I do, uh, you know, um, I have options, but I am, you know, attracted to a confident blind
1: brother so uh um, no shade I, I love my brother stuff so. i mean wider you like you like what you like you know <laughs> are you <y'all laughs> doing today when well, you get a um good man don't worry about it
2: oh i'm, I'm bothered. i I'm bothered
1: she let regardless <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know I, I totally understand that especially to a certain deg- degree where it's like Sometimes they always well back in the day say opposites attract, right? Yeah, Which is cool to a certain degree in certain situations, but you really want to be with someone who understands you and you want to see, because that's what it's all about. I like when
2: I first saw losing sight, I thought of like, oh, I can only want to date a blind man, but it's all about having an understanding. That's it, period. So you nailed it.
1: Absolutely. So um, I would love to talk to some of the guests that you have with us today. So who, yes. would, you like to bring on <laughs> who would you like to bring on first? Let's bring on Melissa. Melissa? OK. Melissa is from Puerto yeah. Arden, What's Disney? Melissa's other name? Taddy OK. <laughs> Taddy
0: <Tattis-Guy-up>. Sky. <laughs> hey, everyone.
3: Hey, girl. <laughs>
1: At first, when I saw Tatted Sky, I thought you was Sky from um, Black Ink Crew, New York. Because that's her name <laughs> on Instagram, Tatted Sky. Do you know her?
4: Um, everybody, when people see me, they always think that I'm Tatted Sky. Matter of fact, I have a YouTube channel. And on my YouTube channel, I have that. I have that. Everybody thinks that I'm Tatted Sky from Black Ink.
1: Well, you never know. It could work in your favor because it has more eyes on you. And then you can um, show them exactly what you do you know
4: exactly exactly
1: so tell me about this youtube channel okay when i first um
4: found out that i was going blind i have a rare hereditary condition called retinitis pigmentosa Mm. so i went search the web and i couldn't really find nothing about it and of course i didn't know that anybody that had it until i met miss price so i decided to document my journey so that's what made me start with the youtube channel to bring awareness on, like she said, different variety of blindness. Because when people think of blindness, they always think of Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles, you know, someone that's completely blind and that is really far from the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, how did you guys connect? Well, um, my cousin, she's a nurse and i was you know telling my family members that the doctor said that i was going blind and i was depressed behind it i was scared i didn't know you know what to look forward to and so my cousin she's no miss mrs price and she linked us up and ever since that my confidence just blew up i wasn't scared anymore because she was living her life, and then she introduced me to another young lady that has the same eye condition that I have, but hers is the reverse mm-hmm. of mine. She uh, doesn't have her central vision. She has her peripheral.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And me seeing them going to school, living by themselves, going to make groceries, going to wash their clothes, cooking for me, hey, what else could I ask for? I knew that it wasn't over for me. I knew I was going to still be able to be just the- pop little chick that i've always been because hey look at her my <laughs> girl magic yes <laughs> that's the confidence right there I'm she will so- give anybody confidence
1: mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing because i told me sometimes to take that one person to breathe life into you you know
2: and, and you yeah. know and i'm so passionate about it because I always I wasn't there, so I believe this is my purpose. Okay, so when you gain vision, you you move different, you know. So I went with Melissa saying that, and I want to share a piece, and Melissa liked this piece as well, and it's called insecurities. Okay, mm-hmm. I hate the whips and beat it in my skin from stretching. Aha! Uh-huh, I wear my hair over my eye. You think I'm so fly, but it's to hide the disfiguration of my eye. Ooh, wait a minute. I refuse to stand. Afraid it's going to reveal the truth that I'm not prepared to face. So I hide behind a mask, praying that you don't see my blindness. I'd rather for you to see my double chin or my chip tooth that I unconsciously place one hand over my mouth when I'm laughing, because I've been taught that this was so unattractive, insecurities, bruises you internally, perfect pet is who I never be. All the kids used to tease me like, get away from me with your big bubbly lips. And when I looked in the mirror disgust me because I saw ugly as I replayed the girls making fun of my wide nose and even my clothes, clueless, that they was killing me so softly with their words, so powerful the tongue, better known as the pink tornado, destroyed my self-esteem and I helped that I was the biggest child on the team lacking behind. Ashamed to come out the dressing room, so I cried, praying that the tears would roll off my dark complexion so I could be a lighter version. And the boys just might like me, might even say, oh, hi to me. Oh how I wished I looked it like Barbie. Vanilla skin, pointy nose, thin? Did I mention thin? Thin like anorexia, thin like bulimia who caused million little girls as well as women to split their wrists and end up mentally impaired because they are dying to fit in society image of beautifully thin line between love and hate. Insecurities are known to be planted in one's childhood grows in adolescence and harvests in adulthood. Insecurities bruises you internally, leaving open wounds only he can heal. Lord, I believe it and I receive it in your name. Insecurities no longer define me. I am who my father created me to be. Beautiful, and ladies are beautiful. Thank
1: you. Um, I was trying to get lost into your words and I thought of every individual who been through certain things you said in the
2: poem. And that's when I wrote. The, po- I, the poem started off about me, and as I started sharing my insecurities, um, some of my friends was like, well, hey, they used to tease me because of my full lips. Now they pan for these lips. But this was something that I hated growing up. Mm-hmm. And like, even with dark like growing up, I tell people I didn't learn insecurities until I started losing sight. Because I've always been a little juicy, okay? And so I always thought I was cute and never had a problem, you know? So, and Mm -hmm. I'm the baby in the family. So I was popular by default when your brother played. He was a football player. He just star quarterback, two years apart, you know? So I come from a large family. So I didn't have no issues in school. I was was like, I learned insecurities is a learned behavior. And anything that you learn, you can unlearn. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes it's the people like around you, too. Um, Yesterday I had interviewed this young lady who had a, a few disformities and, you know, being young, people used to pick on her all the time because she was different. You know, it yeah. can't help that you were born that way or something is to happen to you. But it is heartbreaking that people be so cruel and, you know, kids, they don't hold a tongue back. Mm-hmm. You know, let you have, and she says she's been bullied all her life and had to fight people. And you know, after a while, she started to realize how she is beautiful, yeah, be here. And after a while, you know, she started to gain her confidence and realize she is that chick, okay. You oh, know, the magic. <laughs> I'm to tell you, and now it's to the point like she just cares, she's loving people, supporting people, and she even's a nurse and she loves helping people and healing people. And it just gave me so much more life just interviewing her. I'm like, because I know how it is, especially growing up being bullied for so many different reasons. I'm just like, yeah. why can't we all just accept each other for who we are and call it a day? But, and I also believe that we have to teach our kids young. Like my
2: nieces, I don't have any kids, but I have over 16 nieces and nephews. Ooh. But I teach them uh, how to respect people as a as a person it doesn't matter their disability mm-hmm. like you have to take some ownership and train our kids as well you know to teach them that you know your boss might be blind so if you can't interact with somebody different from you then that's not the reality you know we're setting them up for failure you know because like i said we got all this blind girl magic um on the um, platform today blind women from all different professions as well so you never know when you have to interact with somebody different from you. And um, so we need to teach our kids. We have to start now so we can change that mindset. And so when they could come to be an adult,
1: that um, they would just embrace diversity. OK. And speaking of that, since you have so much Black girl magic, who would you like to bring on next? Yes. OK, so let's see. I got B. B. OK, Brianna. Brianna. Hey B. <laughs> you got the mm-hmm. voice?
3: wait, can y'all see me? hmm I need you
2: to talk up a little
1: bit more, B. Oh. To a sweet sound. Okay, hear me. She has such a soft voice.
3: Is that always or no?
1: If you can bring it louder, that'd be great. But if not, we can still hear you.
2: No, you got us skill hustling. I need you to. I need you to say it with your chest, B. Come on. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> but Melissa, Tatties, yes, I, I be getting it together. Did you have any final words? I know no, I went in that poem.
4: No, I'm glad that you went into that poem because you already know that poem speaks volumes to me. Because people, like y'all just stated think that it's just people that have that look different get teased. well i got teeth all of my life because i'm light-skinned and i always had long curly hair so i got bullied because of that well they tried to bully me because of that and i always had to defend myself even now as an adult because of the way i look so it works all different ways
1: no i understand and it is <laughs> I try not to allow people to taint like my vibe, but when I just think about it, sometimes it still makes me upset that people are the way that they are. But at the same time, as like a go-to therapist, I can't control how people treat me. I only control how I treat them. And as long as I know I am the best of me I can be and confident within myself and give nothing but positive energy, I'm going to be good regardless you know and that goes back to being so secure that's why i love me some v-o-s-p because she just Woo-hoo. gives you life <laughs> yeah, gives you life brianna is your volume a little better now oh uh-huh. it is can y'all hear me better now
2: oh very good that's what i tell my students
1: very good
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay so tell us a little bit of your story well like she said i'm b um, I'm from Texas as well, and I was born blind. But at age two, I was dying with a bone disorder called osteopetrosis. I don't know if y'all ever heard of that, because I don't know that there's very many people in Texas with this disorder. So what it is is a disorder in which my bones don't doesn't produce enough marrow, mm-hmm. so it makes them extremely hard. And it also, there are two different types of osteoporosis. I happen to have the worst one. So I've broken almost every one of my bones, some of them more than oh, one. No. And this also affects my vision because of the way my nerves are. They pinch the way, how hard my bones are, they pinch the nerves so they don't attach to the, um my retinas don't attach, but. I was, as a result of this disorder, my parents were also told that I wouldn't live to be 10. Mm. I'm 27 now. So, Mm. and I went Uh. through the whole, you know, being like, I had to accept the fact that I was different. And that was hard for me too, because I have a, like Janetta said, she's from a big family. I'm from a big family. I have one sister, like my immediate family is small, but my, like my daddy has four brothers and then my mom her family my grandma is 12 of them Mm -hmm. so I have a lot of cousins and growing up I mean my cousins were nice but I always knew that I was different like I always because I couldn't do what they were doing and believe me I tried I was the girl that was gonna try anything I could to keep up with (laughs) but I would always end up in the hospital or something and it really though wasn't until I got to school to where I realized I was different because you would have people be like No, you can't do this because you can't see. Or no, you can't come to the party because you can't see. Uh But I still had my group of friends. But when I got to high school, that's when everything changed. Because the friends I had, I mean, they got older. And they were into different things. And, of course, I couldn't do it. And it's like every time I made friends, I would go, like, I would wind up breaking a bone or something and going in the hospital so I would lose my friends. So Mm. I hated it. Like I went through this whole thing to where I was just like I don't. Hello? Yeah, we Mm -hmm. can
2: Don't go to the light bitch. Come back.
1: Yes. Like (laughs) it was on a moment you didn't know if she's about to get choked up or not. I'm like, no, no, no. Come back, B. Come on. <laughs> I
4: don't think she
1: can hear us. Hello? 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 If y'all can hear me.
3: We
2: can hear you. Now, so while B get it together, we're going to put a pause for the cards. We OK. Get. We're going to okay. get it together. And we're going to bring up Camille.
1: Can we see Camille, Camille, are you can to take yourself off mute? She say not today.
0: <laughs> i here, not but today. The not gonna be on. That's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't want y'all to see me I look crazy.
1: He's <laughs> okay. At the end of the day, when the radio stations play, all they are gonna do is hear you
0: anyway. Oh, cool. Ben. <laughs> so, Camille, where are you from? I actually live in Raleigh, North Carolina.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And um, if you can tell us a little bit of your story. Uh, my name is Camille Richardson. Um, I was born blind, so I have a rare eye condition called Libra's congenital amaurosis, which mm-hmm. is pretty much a great way a very long way of saying my retinas are all jacked up so all i have is what we call light perception so i can mm-hmm. tell when the lights are on in the room and when it's dark in the room and that is it so um i was a licensed massage therapist until covid happened and i decided i wasn't touching anybody else ever again <laughs> so <laughs> in that order so point works. blank period, <laughs> not doing it so i also am um I also train people who are blind and visually impaired on how to use a screen reading software on their iPhones and their iPads. Um, And I've been doing that now for 10 years and I have a company and I contract with different states and things and I really enjoy it because, uh, you know, we're able to, you know, our phones of course are our life, but for us who are blind and visually impaired, it's way more than that. you know, we, we, it's a tool of freedom, really. Um, it gives you hope. We can order food, we can take Ubers, we can just be as independent as possible, um, especially during the pandemic, I wouldn't go into no grocery store, so the ability to be able to use Instacart was really amazing. So I provide that kind of freedom and hope to other people, especially those who have recently lost their vision. Because you go from having this really pretty iPhone in your hand, and it does all these tips and tricks and great camera things, and then you lose your sight tomorrow. And you just have a piece of glass that can be um, doubled as a paperweight. So I teach people how to use their phone and show them the screen reading software that they didn't even know was there the whole time until they needed to do it. So that's enough about. I mean, that's that's a little about me, <laughs> not enough, point. but a little about me.
2: <laughs> and also, like I said, um, Camille is also a part of the committee that is guys well of the One Hundred Blind Women Network, and we're making plans to do a. Uh, uh, event in Atlanta, and we're looking for venues and and just to really highlight all this magic. It's like I have so many blind sisters that's just doing their thing, mm-hmm. and I want to. We are hosting it. Trust me, everybody, blind or sighted women, are welcome to come, but we're hosting it. It's called 100 Blind Women Network, mm-hmm. and we, we definitely um, just look forward to the opportunity. To, um, to just be in Atlanta and just able to um, just network and have blind women from all over the world to come and entertainment as well. I have so many talented um, blind sisters, like, I'm just super excited. We're going to have vendors and everything. Like, I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. So we're working on that process as we speak as well. That
3: and thank
1: awesome. you too, Chris, because i mentioned it to you before so thank you for absolutely. It. absolutely and i'm super excited about it you know and because anybody who's doing anything great for the community or something that they're truly passionate about because you know let's be honest there's a lot of foundations out there that just want attention or want to get people's money <laughs> said, let's, be honest. <laughs> let's be honest you know and i think it's really sad because there's people out here that's genuinely Trying to do right by people and really want to bring awareness to cause or something they're personally affected by this mm-hmm. stuff is not a joke it's not a game this is people's real lives being affected you know and that's something like for everyone i do know i'm gonna reaching out to some people in atlanta to see if they have any um suggestions of the right venues and stuff for you guys to like check out even if it's their website if you're not in atlanta you know, I know a couple of DJs, radio people. So, as much as I can realistically help out, I'm gonna be here for you.
2: <laughs> Thank you, T-Quiz. So, Absolutely. I believe I see one more mm-hmm. blind magical sister on the line, and that is Miss Anne.
1: Is she still on the line? Anne, are you there? Oh yes, yes, Ms. I'm Anne. here.
2: All right, Miss Anne. <laughs>
1: Hi.
5: Um, hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. I've been enjoying what I've heard. I am um didn't want to be on camera because I am recovering from a liver transplant and mm. I'm already in my retired gear for the, the day. So I didn't <laughs> <what> <laughs> Well,
1: for <laughs> the fact that you just went through that, I pray that it was successful and for you to take it the time part- to be here with us. I appreciate that. Thank oh, it's you an honor.
5: That.
1: Absolutely. So you want to tell us your story too?
5: Yes. Um, I was actually born totally blind um, with a heart murmur also and premature. My mom had rubella in the first trimester of her pregnancy. So
6: mm-hmm.
5: um, I'm pretty much a walking miracle because um, like many other people with that same situation, um the things that occur are you know a lot worse for that child Mm -hmm. so i was very fortunate to um you know overcome the heart murmur and then just the blindness um i had cataracts and when i was two and when i was five i had surgeries and they removed um the cataracts and i had um legally blind vision for a while Mm -hmm. and i attended the school for the blind in raleigh which I really say I owe a lot to um, with my life because I learned a lot of independence and just um, confidence there. Um, my mom later transferred me to public school here in Charlotte. And public school was a whole different world for me because um, neither were the students nor the staff prepared for um, a visually impaired um, student. I eventually went blind. I had my first child in high school But um, I have a wonderful companion who has been with me since I've known him since I was 11. That's when I met him. And um, (laughs) he has been with me through everything, through losing my sight and um, through the liver transplant. And um, he's just been there day and night and night and day. And I was listening when you guys were talking about, you know, people being fortunate enough to find someone to have someone that understands he truly understands and um he's here for me to help me with recovering and to encourage me to do the things that i enjoy doing which is motivational speaking i had the opportunity to do a lot of that in schools and churches and and, um just different platforms i enjoy writing as well and i um use a lot of that as um my tool to encourage and motivate others. And so um that's me. <laughs> that's
1: beautiful. And I love to hear that people are motivational speakers, you know, because sometimes people need to hear things. I'm like, it's like live affirmation sometimes. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to share how I met Miss Ann. Okay. Um
2: one of my blind brothers from her area, um he just wanted to support my blind girl, Magic. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I know, he was like, I have a sister out here. And he was like, I know y'all need to con- connect because she's a poet and motivates Y'all doing the same thing. And he was like, um, I want to send her a shirt. I was like, okay. So uh, we got together, and I mailed her a shirt. And when she received the shirt, she must have called Marlon and told him that she absolutely loved her shirt, right? Uh-huh. And so after that, I had to call her, and we started talking. And now she stuck with me for life. That's <laughs> how I. Had to it. <laughs> <laughs> like I her, we just started vibing. I tell uh-huh. people, I believe in divine connections. Yeah. And when I meet, especially my blind sisters, it's just that connection is so strong. It's undeniable. So I'm definitely, you know, I'm so like the Blind Girl Magic brand has allowed me to network with so many of uh, phenomenal blind women you know has allowed me like the month of october mm-hmm. um my, shirt, my blind girl magic shirt says i am my sister keeper and i have one for you too t quest it said i am my sister keeper it's pink it's, it's a beautiful shiny eye and um it's the the the, the M has the leg of a white cane because that's I always represent the white cane. But the P in Keeper is a breast cancer awareness symbol, so it shows that we support other causes. We're not just on the receiving side, mm-hmm. we're on the giving side, and we support other causes. I am my sister Keeper. I said it and I meant that. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I gave away I don't know how many shirts this month, to me. and so when anybody called me, say, Hey, um, I know it's like she's a breast cancer survivor, then I'll send her a shirt, you know, and I also like to thank some of the sponsors who also, you know, because last year I gave away a lot of shirts, but I went in a hole and I was okay with that. But oh. this year I had local sponsors like Brighton, um, also um, Legacy Expection as well that just provided me with, um, with the, you know, with the resources to be able to give away as many shirts as I did this year.
1: Absolutely. That is so awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. October is a huge month, you know. Um, especially not only that, but you know, it's the message violence month too. You mm-hmm. know, so it'd be kind of cool if they brought all the awarenesses together in one big event every October. I think that would be kind of awesome. Hey, listen. I, <laughs> so um, I just hosted a breast cancer awareness event. We did like a, a telethon in the way to raise money and we mm-hmm. it to American Cancer Society. And um, of course I wish it was bigger than what it was, but it was a lot of people that joined, people that donated. And just to hear the women's stories was just so touching. That's why I love that I have a platform for people to have the opportunity to tell their stories. No disrespect or no, not trying to discredit some of my radio colleagues, but sometimes when they have guests, they only allow them 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, no, I can easily play music all day, but I want to talk to the people. I want to dig into their story. I want to give them a the chance to speak and to be heard. And I try to treat my guests the way I would want to be treated, because even in my story, I've been through so much. And that's why I designed my platform like that. Like, no, I want the people to hear what you have to say. You know what I'm saying? So um, you ladies are so incredible. And we're down to the last 20 minutes. So we need to bring on Jamila. Oh, Jamila is here. Yeah, <laughs>
6: Hey ladies, how are you all? We're great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
1: Beautiful. So I know you're listening. I appreciate you being patient with us. I just wanna have some respect and give every woman a moment to speak. Thank you. I didn't
2: know Jamila was on the line.
6: (laughs) Well, I am in Atlanta, Georgia, and I um, have been blind since 2013. Mm -hmm. Um, I have diabetic retinopathy, and it's interesting. I was actually in the process of completing my master's degree in rehabilitation counseling, and so my goal was to counsel people with disabilities, help them adjust to their new, um, their new diagnosis mm-hmm. of whatever disability they had. And about a month after graduation, I myself started losing my vision. Mm-hmm. So it happened pretty quickly. Graduation was in May. And by my October birthday, I could no longer read my birthday card. So mm-hmm. it was a quick process. And one thing that I learned is that there are often well placed angels and uh, in life and what I found was that there were people out there that understood that you know I had to go through my process of grieving and the woe is me and why did this happen to me but once that was over, it was time for me to get to work you know it was know. time for me to recognize that even though I was, even though my goal was to be a VR counselor, I was going to be the VR client first, but that that was going to make me, uh, that much stronger of a counselor and Mm -hmm. that, you know, I still had value. So, you know, I really am grateful for those angels that I feel like God placed in my life at the right place at the right time. And, Mm -hmm. um, since then I've been back to work, I've gotten the training that I need and, it's just been, you know, it's been a roller coaster, but at the same time, you know, I love the, the saying that Janetta has about, you know, when you lose your vision. I always tell people it took me losing my vision for my life to come into focus. Uh-huh. And So that's something that I that, that I really believe wholeheartedly and that it's not a death sentence. It's not the end of the world. And for a lot of people, it's an opportunity for them to live their best life, a better life than they were living. Um, because my, you know, my diabetes was out of control, my weight mm-hmm. was out of control. And since then I've been able to get all of that stuff, um, not only under control, but so well managed that I'm no longer on, you know, my medications that I was on previously. Oh, wow. Wow. So that's, that's pretty much me. I'm now the, um, I, I met Janetta through, <laughs> uh, I can't rem. Oh, I remember now through just us blind girls um i'm the president of justice blind girls in atlanta and we are a social organization of women that um that you know just empower each other to live our best lives we we help each other with tips and tricks that make you know living a blind life that much easier Mm -hmm. and just encourage have fun and of course we love to eat so So yeah, so I'm also a part of the 100 Blind Women Network and I'm so excited that um that it's going to be in Atlanta for our first major gathering and just, you know, ready to get the word out and let people know what we're capable of.
1: Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> Oh girl, you
2: come <laughs> I told you I was bringing some magic with me. Okay,
1: mm.
2: I always tell people they think I got that S on my chest. I was like, baby, uh-uh, I have some blind sisters that match my energy. I always tell my local chapter, oh y'all need to match my energy, but everybody, like, it's nothing but love. And also, I want to leave you just because one one thing about being a blind woman, it's like. People think that we're not people like, like I like Jamila was like, I want to, you know, I like to eat, but I would like for my blind sister to share a fun fact about you. like, uh, what do you like to do for fun? Like, let's let's roll. Like um,
1: share a fun fact about yourself. We can start with it. I'm um, sky. Cause she's off mute. Okay.
2: Okay. A fun
1: fact about
4: me is I enjoy yoga. Uh, it it helps to relieve the stress of the day and it also keeps you flexible <laughs> i know that's right
1: okay. very
4: good
0: <laughs>
1: Okay, i
0: um, Camille. <laughs> oh my God! A fun fact about me. Oh, oh goodness. Um, <laughs> mine crazy. crazy. Um, Come on with it. Um. Oh my God, Lord! I'm so on the spot. What is a fun fact about myself? Ah, uh, I absolutely love to sing. Okay, I can say that. I love to sing. I don't know, because my other ones, I can't say on the radio right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, love, I'm, a great, <laughs> I'm a great singer. i will say that. That's a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> no, I think she's quite changing us. She, uh, that's okay.
0: No, no, no. That, I, like I said, you know, I'll just, I'll just. Oh, it. so Camille, you can sing.
2: Okay, I'm going to put you on the program for the blind date To sing. Oh, I'm already
1: I but okay. <laughs> i didn't know it is was in talent, T. Quinn. So <laughs> yeah, she Yeah, we learn every day. You know, I work in the music industry. You know, put on a track tomorrow. do <laughs> tell <laughs> <laughs> <told> me that. It <laughs> already. <laughs> That's
5: awesome.
1: All right,
2: we're going to let her make it. She's going to have to tell us off the air, T. OK. OK, <laughs> and
6: Jamila? Yeah, um, I'm actually six three, so people often look at me and think that I play basketball. I'm <laughs> horrible at basketball, but what I do is I do play the cello. So,
1: all right, well, I think you're gonna have to have a talent awesome. show at the event. Come on, we're gonna magic. On. We're gonna definitely have some entertainment. Absolutely, and Anne.
5: Well, um, my fun thing is I I love sports. And so mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a room full of women or a room full of men. I love the sports, and I love the fact that when there are men there, I know as much as they do about the game, and it surprises them. And not only that, it surprises them that I can't, you know, visually see the game. So that's mm-hmm. my fun thing. I really love that. That's my... Um, get away to enjoy okay okay and
1: brianna came back but then she left again like i told you sometimes it's really it's bad with iphones i apologize yeah and i (laughs) tell
3: nothing i can do but
1: But
2: my fun fact is i like to dance i really do like to dance and bigger is light on her feet okay i can (laughs) i I love to i love the swing out too i love to swing out and the last time I went, oh, oh my God, this pandemic had us all on lock, but um, I couldn't wait for an opportunity. Normally in the month of October, um, me and I will local the National Federation on the Blind, we just go through different events every week. And most of the times we go to the Swing Guy Club. Like, one of our members, she's not here, Miss Hattie. Oh, she's the swing-eye queen. But I would tell Miss Hattie, babe, I can't let you outdo me.
1: I'm not, <laughs> not going to be able to do it.
2: <laughs>
1: and so when we
2: first started going to the swing-eye club, I didn't, I, like I said, I'm from Beaumont, Texas, and I have a pretty large family. So once I go there, people know me. They like grabbing me. And so, um, but one of my blind sisters says she had experience where when she walked in with her cane, it was kind of standoffish. So that's why I brought her with me. So now, you know, we all tapping up in here. Like, let's swing. I came down. You come get me from my table, boy, and you better swing me, you know? So that's one of my <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I,
3: wanted
2: I wanted to leave it on a high note. So I have a poem called I'm From, OK? I'm from double dutch to hopscotch to Chinese duck rope. I'm from where your mama gave you a hula hoop and taught you how to rock your booty do. You feel me? I'm from pressing combs to jerry curls, from skipping just for me. Graduating straight to super TCB. I'm from one, two, three, red light, duck, duck, goose, high, go see what? I'm from what cartoon said, yabba dabba, do not screw you. I'm from mayonnaise sandwiches and syrup sandwiches and peanut butter mama where is my jelly sandwich. I'm from grandmother hustling 25-cent cool cups. I'm from when grown folks talk children shut up. I'm from when oh your go to church every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Y'all feel me? I'm from where the church folks did the holy dance and now they really rocking. I'm from mm. where the pastor laid hands all the way in the choir stand. Oops, that reminds me. I'm from a family of big mouths that caused big fights and big mama step in and everybody got right. I'm from a generation of strong women who raise strong women. I'm from where failure is not an option. I'm from when we fall down, the sisters help lift you up. I am my sister the keeper. I'm from living my best life without sight. I'm from living life like it's golden. Let the truth be told. I am
3: chosen.
1: Mm. (laughs) 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 What's (laughs) up? You know what? One thing I do love about your spoken word is um you know I used to do um poetry and spoken word. I used to go every week faithfully right. Mm-hmm. I see all these poets and spoke and I'm sitting there, and I'm listening. I'm the type of person I can listen, you know, but sometimes mm-hmm. they don't keep my attention. Sometimes yeah. I feel like they be so deep that I don't miss the whole message. Oh um, been there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, the poetry and spoken word, just be you. Just, just be you. Yourself, because the one thing you want is for your audience to actually receive what you're actually saying. Don't try to be D just like when it comes Mm -hmm. to court and so on. Don't be all grand and D, just be you. Yes. And in your poem, I understand every line that you're saying, which is a beautiful thing. And one thing you said in that one, was about where the kids around the, the adults. They just need to shut up. They be <laughs> so disrespectful.
2: I yes. just understand. I'm like, where are I always way? tell children, "I'm gonna teach you how you're gonna treat me." And <laughs> know, I taught at the high school for five years, so uh, they all knew that. You know, I will tell them, "Don't be playing blind games." And, you know, uh, but in the kids, they love structure. They love it. You just have to teach them. You know, so absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I'm old school. All I can say is I've been
1: country all my life and where I'm from you will just your elders <laughs> absolutely absolutely um let me see something really quickly to see if she uh, has some volume today oh, Brianna, okay, okay. okay any volume
3: i tried i don't know what happened but
1: it's all right mm-hmm. you made it yeah, back a few minutes left the floor can be yours a little bit
3: give it's us a fun fact about to be yeah
2: that's
3: good okay well as I told y'all y'all know I was born blind, blind and I had this um, rare disorder and because of that I wasn't able to go to college I always had a dream to, I wanted to be a vi teacher and then be a counselor but I continued to get sick and continue to get sick so I wasn't every time I would try like I would go to school maybe a year and I would go into the hospital and i mm-hmm. My family has always told me I should be a motivational speaker, but I hate to talk. But a few years ago, I met Janetta. And it was right before her blonde date. And she called me one day, and she was like, hey, B, um, we have a blind date coming up. And I just want you to know that I put you on the speak.
4: <laughs> like somebody, and mom, like, you got a
3: it. <laughs> I think I've been telling my business. Like, I I don't know. I was really shy, but I did it. And ever since then, I really liked it. So now I've become a motivational speaker. And I have a blog if you guys want to read it.
2: Yeah. And one thing about B, B is so knowledgeable when it comes to like blindness, her blind skills. Um, she is one of the top braille yeah. readers that I know, and I wanted her to speak about braille because she is an avid braille reader. And I was like, "No, B is going to do this presentation. It's in her." And uh, when she got in front of everybody, she was like, uh, "I say, you got this, B. Let's go." <laughs> but then after that um the state president was there of the national federation of the blind she was able to speak at a state convention and now she called me and go oh what program we have uh, what you want me to speak about i'm like oh okay <laughs> but yeah that's Be-
3: awesome
1: that's my baby mm-hmm. I say, you women are absolutely incredible and i'm gonna hey, make sure Brian. i get everyone's information yeah we can hear you brianna <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make sure i get everyone's information so if you guys are on social media i want to follow you guys keep up with everyone and you know we do have a women's panel that's coming up in a few weeks that I'm hosting. It's going to be virtual because we'll definitely be safe because COVID is making everyone uncomfortable. If you guys are available, I'd love for you guys to join. So I'll send you guys the information. Maybe I can talk to the women's party to see if um, I can get you guys to, at least one of you guys, probably feel to speak a little bit. You know, because it's all about motivating everybody. You know what I'm okay. saying? And yes. that'd be the if you're available. So I'll let you know the time and date. and we can discuss that. But for right now, I want to say thank you, ladies, but I want to have that one last moment before the show wraps up. Okay. Uh, specifically for BOSP.
2: <laughs> oh well, thank you, ladies. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for joining me on this platform. So y'all.
1: let's do this really quickly. Thank you.
2: Thank you, T-Quest, you're so awesome. I just want you to know that.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that, but it's not about me. I know, but you
2: have that spirit, you have that glow, and um, it's genuine, and I I appreciate that. I appreciate the love, sis.
1: And I appreciate you, because I, I, I told myself, I said, the only thing I want right now in life, outside of the obvious, is just to meet more people not to sound conceited, but like me, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, me too. like you know, like-minded people. Yes, exactly. And you meet so many people. I always like, say, like vision people, because I need people like, that have vision. You know? Absolutely, you know, people just with a big heart, you know, and just out here touching lives without even touching lives. Oh, you know, that's just, cool. your, just your energy, your vibe, yeah. connection. Like they could just feel that type of presence, I'm like, those are the type of people I want to meet more of and connect with. Because growing up, I'm just like, why am I so different? Why ain't nobody out here like me? But there's always something special about that young one. And now, to meet people like you, I'm just like, there are more.
2: (laughs) Yes, indeed.
1: (laughs) Make sure you send me everyone's information. I got you. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it out there. Like I said, um, when I post the shows and everything, especially my app, up, all the information is there. I'm going to reach out to some people in Atlanta and help out as much as I can realistically. Mm-hmm. Because what you guys have been through and going through, it only takes strong people to do that. Yeah, so,
2: and- that's my testimony. I even share that at 21, I had a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. That, the doctor said I wasn't gonna survive that, but that's a whole nother poem, okay? Yeah. Um, we
1: may have to do um another one, but just you and I.
2: Yeah, okay. okay. But okay. 21, and so when I started losing sight at 25, I questioned God mm. because I'm like, hold on, now nah, they said I wasn't gonna come back from the aneurysm. If I did, I would be a vegetable. So you allowed me to survive and thrive after aneurysm, but you take my sight. I was so bitter. And it took my sister to tell me that um, it's just not about you. It's for God to get the glory because everything he took you through, he brought you through. And when I got that contact, it looked like it's like, God, you you like we have to trust. You know, I was just like, oh, my God. And so but for four years, when I started losing sight, I was just angry and bitter, you know. So all this energy it's like God revived me. So I, I must share and I must this is my purpose. And I'm just living my purpose.
1: That's it. Yes, you are. And it's been an absolute pleasure. So ladies, don't go yet. I'm going to bring you guys on after that end the live. But once again, it's been another t quest show relatable informative yet entertaining and i like to cater to all my fans so you guys know how i do when it comes to all my guests i have all the information for you guys on my app you can read up on it you can follow them support them donate to their causes and let's just be here for one another once again i want to thank the osp and all the beautiful women a part of blind Girl Magic and being on a T-Quest show. It's been a pleasure. And trust me, this is not the last time you're going to see that beautiful
0: one.